Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Ian Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Coming up... New this afternoon, President Biden has just completed a speech near Valley Forge about challenges to democracy this year. The year's first winter blast is coming tomorrow. Stay with your first alert weather station to find out what's ahead. WTOP meteorologist Mike Sinniford joins us live in three minutes. Also to come... They wanted to take his jacket, and then they tried to take his life. It's absolutely ridiculous. In Hyattsville, I'm John Doman. He's been the head of the NRA since the early 90s. Now Wayne LaPierre is stepping down. Will there be gridlock? Virginia lawmakers prepare to go back to work with a divided government. I'm Nick Ainelli. It's 4 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Peter King. It's a fiery opening shot for his re-election campaign. President Biden has marked three years since the Capitol insurrection in Valley Forge, focusing on then-president and current rival Donald Trump. Trump said that there was a lot of love on January the 6th. The rest of the nation, including law enforcement, saw a lot of hate. Mr. Biden spoke of insurrectionists who shouted, hang Mike Pence, and tried to hunt down Speaker Nancy Pelosi. Political violence is never, ever acceptable in the United States political system. Never, never, never. It has no place in a democracy. None. And he says the future of democracy and freedom are on the ballot. Trying to rewrite the facts of January 6th. Trump is trying to steal history. The same way he tried to steal the election. Donald Trump's attorneys say New York Attorney General Letitia James hasn't proven her fraud case against him. They filed several legal briefs after James asked a judge to fine him $370 million. She says that's how much the former president made by fraudulent means. James is about to take the NRA to trial, accusing leader Wayne LaPierre and other top officials of siphoning off tens of millions of dollars for their own use. Now LaPierre has resigned. In the spirit of true patriotism, we are fighting back. Wayne LaPierre led the NRA for over three decades, but the 74-year-old is stepping away from the organization just before a corruption trial in New York City gets underway next week. New York Attorney General Letitia James was seeking to oust LaPierre from the NRA, accusing him and other leaders of misusing funds. He maintains he did nothing wrong. Wendy Gillette, CBS News, New York. Coastal cities should escape the worst, but forecasters say inland areas could get a lot of snow this weekend. Connecticut Governor Ned Lamont. We'll have hundreds of plows out there. We're working with the utilities. They've got extra crews doing everything we can to keep you safe amongst all the equipment. You also have a self-propelled snowblower. What is it? Tesla makes self-driving snowblowers? But uh, we are ready. That big storm headed toward the northeast. The December jobs report. Much better than expected. 216,000 new ones created. Bankrate.com's Mark Hammer. The nation's unemployment rate remains stable at 3.5 
3.7%. That's still considered historically low. While the headline payrolls came in stronger than expected at 216,000 jobs added, the downward monthly revision, subtracting a total of 71,000 jobs for October and November, takes some shine off that upside surprise. At the close, the Dow was up 26. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. 403 on WTOP on this Friday, January 5th, 2024. Sunny skies right now. We sit at 41 in D.C. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this hour, the wintry weather we could be coping with this weekend. Let's go live to WTOP meteorologist Mike Stineford to find out what we can expect tomorrow. Mike, what are you seeing now? Uh, right now, it's a beautiful day across the region. Skies are sunny. Temperatures are up into the 40s across a lot of the region. Do have a winter storm coming our way, but the good news, a lot of this uh, snow and sleet that comes in tomorrow morning will change over to rain fairly quickly. So uh, tomorrow morning, we'll start to see uh, some snow and sleet across areas in the southern and southwestern suburbs, areas like Culpeper and Warrington, Stafford and Fredericksburg. Yeah, I think you'll start to see some wintry precipitation by around sunrise. That'll move quickly across the region by about 9 or 10 o'clock. All of us are seeing some snow, but this is going to change over to rain fairly quickly across southern Maryland. This is going to be mainly a rain event, but even along the I-95 corridor, I'd say we're going to change over to rain fairly quickly. Where will it be slippery tomorrow? Early in the day, Culpeper to Warrington up to the I-66 interchange. Uh, watch out there for some slick spots. If you're heading out I-70, Frederick to Hagerstown tomorrow could be rather dicey, especially mid to late morning into afternoon. 270 from Gatesburg to Frederick, uh, mid to late morning into afternoon could be icy. I-66, we're going to watch that area from Haymarket to Front Royal to 81. And Watch out Route 7, Leesburg to around the Blue Ridge for some icy conditions. So areas like Leesburg could see an inch or two of snow tomorrow with some icy conditions before the snow changes over terrain. A lot of that gets washed away. So the later tomorrow you can travel, the better your travel experience should be. And I'll be back in just a couple of minutes with your complete forecast. All right, Mike, thanks. As our region prepares for whatever falls on us tomorrow, Charlie Gishler from the Maryland State Highway Administration tells us they've already pre-treated the roads. We did start to pre-treat at the end of yesterday's rush hour with the salt brine solution, and we finished it up this morning in advance of the storm. Uh, just to remind folks, because it's been a few years since we had any snow, the salt brine solution is sprayed on the road in advance and is allowed to dry. And what happens is when the precipitation begins, it prevents it from bonding to the pavement. It enables the crews just to get that slushy out of the way. We're ready to roll. This storm is going to affect most of the state, mostly rain on the shore and parts south. But the further west you go, that's where the really heavy accumulating snow is going to happen. So we have our team in place. We're ready to roll, and we'll be in there tomorrow morning before any precipitation even starts. WTOP and WTOP.com are here for you all weekend with traffic and weather on the 8th, along with Continuing coverage of tomorrow's winter storm. Stay with us. It is 4.06. We've been following this story for several hours this afternoon. The search is on in Hyattsville for three people who police say were involved in a shooting that sent a teenager to the hospital today. WTOP's John Doman has been hearing from police. 
Three teenagers were walking here on Carnaby Street, a brand new neighborhood here in Hyattsville, when three others approached and demanded one teen's jacket. The teenager was refused and resisted and, and fought back trying to keep his own jacket. One of the suspects pulled out a gun and started shooting, hitting the victim once. Hyattsville Police Chief Jared Towers. is absolutely ridiculous. The three got away, at least for now, because there were a number of witnesses. Now this street faces the backside of Northwestern High School, but it's not clear if these teens were students there. They must be students somewhere. I can't confirm that they're students here at the local high school. Um, however, I don't. I can't confirm for you why they were or were not in school today. In Hyattsville, John Dome in WTOP News. When parents get a letter home about a fight in school, they're often told students are being disciplined, but they don't get details. WTOP's Kate Ryan speaks with Montgomery County's school superintendent about safety, policy, and follow-up. Anytime a fight breaks out, especially when students or staff are hurt, Montgomery County Public School Superintendent Monifa McKnight says... That is serious. That is just serious. And that's not just for the participants. Individuals who may not be impacted physically, if they observe it, they are impacted. But because of laws regarding student privacy, the wider community may not learn the specifics. McKnight said, along with discipline in the student code of conduct... There must be the opportunity for restoration in order to create a well community. Earlier this week, a fight between two students at Bethesda Chevy Chase High School was broken up by two staffers who were knocked to the ground while trying to break up that fight. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Well, now to Virginia, where it is back to work for lawmakers in the coming days. WTOP's Nick Ionelli reports the General Assembly will be facing a divided government. With Democrats now in control of Virginia's House of Delegates and Senate, they can push through pretty much any legislation they want, but they will get resistance from Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin. What that means is that the things that will get done will largely be the things that they can actually agree on. Things like spending more to improve Virginia's mental health infrastructure. Virginia political analyst Bob Holsworth. You'll see some agreement on economic development and workforce development issues. But there will be disagreements. Democrats have spoken out against Youngkin's proposal to lower income taxes and raise the state's sales tax. And Democrats have said they'll pass bills tightening gun laws, which would likely be vetoed by Youngkin. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Coming up in money news after traffic and weather. Restaurant sales are up, but that's not necessarily because of more customers. I'm Jeff Glabel. 408. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th. How are things moving out there, Dave Dildine? Well, in D.C., it's getting heavier on 295 near the Anacostia River Bridges and remaining sluggish on 395 over Washington Channel and the Wharf. But around the district and throughout the region, overall, a little less traffic compared to yesterday afternoon. And just a few major incidents in Prince George's County near Clinton. Piscataway Road still closed at points between Tippett Road and Catherine Drive for crash investigation. The northbound Branch Avenue back up in Brandywine is because of a longstanding wreck on 5 near Earnshaw Drive. Northbound bottlenecks southbound lanes are open uh, around the beltway certainly volume delays but again not as lengthy as yesterday inter and outer loop slow nonetheless near the legion river road inter loop through silver spring college park route one northbound through college park heading to berwin road down to one lane past a work crew bw parkway traffic remaining sluggish near fort meade 32 and 198 198 stays closed between the parkway and 32 for bridge work i-70 westbound still hung up in ellicott city but the crash remains on the right shoulder west of route 29 both lanes are open two 
70 is not bad at all. And in Virginia, just routine slowing on 66 west through Oakton and on 395 and 95 southbound near Sherlington, Springfield and Woodbridge. Northbound traffic also tends to be a bit heavy on Fridays, but this we expect. Alexandria to Mount Vernon, southbound on the GW Parkway, over the Beltway and past Bellhaven. It is a crash. Initially, traffic was stopped by the response at Bellhaven Road. Go Electric, the Fitzway, looking for an electric car, Travity Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or Toyota BZ4X. State and federal incentives available. Go Electric at Fitzmall.com. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. That winter weather on our way. Let's go to Mike Steneford, WTOP Meteorologist. Winter storm warning for northern Maryland on Saturday. Winter weather advisory along and west of I-95 does not include the district. Tonight we're going to see an increase in cloud cover, lows in the 20s to around 30. Snow and sleet comes in early on Saturday morning and spreads northward. Watch out for slick spots, especially north and west. Eventually, the precipitation changes over to all rain. Highs will be in the 30s. And then on Sunday, partly sunny and breezy. Highs mid-40s. Sunshine Monday, highs mid-40s. Mike Stenifer, WTOP News. Well, let's enjoy the beauty of this Friday afternoon. Plenty of sunshine. We're 43 in Springfield, 40 in Laurel, Farragut Square now at 40. And we're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. On to Jeff Claybaugh. Job growth unexpectedly picked up in December. The Labor Department says companies added a more than expected 216,000 jobs last month. The unemployment rate was unchanged at 3.7%. Average earnings rose a little more than expected. Restaurant sales are up, but not necessarily for more customers. MasterCard says restaurant spending in December was up 8% from a year ago, more than any other retail category. However, much of that gain was simply from higher menu prices. A New York coffee chain that recently came to D.C. is betting customers will pay for a week's worth of coffee in advance. Blank Street Coffee is testing an $18 weekly subscription that buys 14 drinks. Blank Street opened its first D.C. coffee shops in October. It has 74 locations now in D.C., New York, and in Boston. The Dow finished the day up 26 points. The S&P 500 up 9, the Nasdaq up 14, but week-long losses led by the Nasdaq, which fell 3% this week. Jeff Clayball. WTOP News. Money News brought to you by Whole Foods Market. Save on salmon at Whole Foods Market. Sustainable, well-caught, tropical, marinated, and plain sockeye salmon fillets are 25% off with Prime through March 28th. While supplies last, shop in-store or online. Terms apply. Coming up on WTOP, does the new year bring any decent new movies? The Washington Post and Hornaday is standing by to get you the latest. 412. The power's out at our house. Ah, coffee table. But since our family has storm-ready Wi-Fi from Xfinity, we can stream or game in the dark. Oh, who moved the couch? So that's what we're doing right now, in fact, is I try and feel around for a seat. Ah, here we go. Oh, cactus? Can I get a little help over here? Yeah, bro, just let me finish this boss battle. Sure, go ahead. Medic! Now you can get fast, reliable internet on the Xfinity 10G network and get storm-ready Wi-Fi when you upgrade, so you can stay connected for up to four hours, even when the power goes out. Only from Xfinity. Go to Xfinity.com, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Restrictions apply. Storm-ready Wi-Fi limited to customers within range of 4G LTE cellular signal. Speeds reduced to 30-7 megabits per second. Actual speeds vary. For more details, visit Xfinity.com slash storm-ready. 
Isn't it nice when your everyday life hums along exactly as you expected? With reliable power from Novec, it does. Customers enjoy a 99.99% reliability rating, online and traditional payment methods, as well as 24-7 service. Getting electricity from Novec may be the most unexciting part of your life. And that's okay. Keep humming along with reliable power from Novec. Coming up. We all know who Donald Trump is. The question we have to answer is, who are we? President Biden speaking near Valley Forge calls out Donald Trump as a threat to democracy. A special report from CBS moments away. Keep it here on WTOP. Why choose a Sleep Number Smart Bed? Because no two people sleep the same. Only the Sleep Number Smart Bed lets you each choose your individual firmness and comfort your Sleep Number setting. The Climate 360 Smart Bed is so smart, it actively cools or warms up to 13 degrees on either side for your ideal sleep temperature. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. The Queen Sleep Number C2 Smart Bed is now only 9 for a limited time, prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. To find a store near you, visit sleepnumber.com. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 415, I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Thanks for joining us. New at the movies this weekend, a haunting tale of loneliness and friendship. It's a new movie titled In all of us, all of us strangers. This is real. Does it feel real? Our boys back home. Our son. Look at you. You were just a boy. And now you're not. Washington Post film critic Ann Hornaday joins us live. Ann, good to have you back on. All of us strangers, much talked about. What's it about and what did you think? And this has been much talked about. This is the kind of movie that people who have seen it come up to me and say, have you seen All of Us Strangers yet? It really is an emotionally powerful experience. Um, this is an adapt- actually an adaptation of a fiction story, a Japanese fiction story by the British filmmaker Andrew Hay. Um, and it's a ghostly sort of surreal story about a young screenwriter uh, played by the wonderful Andrew Scott living in a virtually abandoned apartment building in London. And this kind of unlikely friendship that he strikes up with a neighbor na- uh, played by Paul Meskel and the romantic relationship that they embark on. And at the same time, Andrew Scott's character is exploring his past Um is specifically the death of his parents at a very young age. And his parents are played by Jamie Bell and Claire Foy. And it's a very quiet, meditative, almost eerie and supernatural story about someone sort of reliving his past and revisiting it, but also kind of walking through the present almost in a dream. And the way that Andrew Hay makes this film is just it's so immersive um, and so sensitive and there's a real shocker of a twist that he just calibrates beautifully but mostly it's a chance to watch four absolutely fabulous actors play with one another and play off of one another in just a gorgeous you know beautifully realized story it's it's really special another picture out it's called memory tell us about that 
Yeah, this is an interesting sort of character study with uh, a, a two wonderful actors as well, Jessica Chastain and Peter Sarsgaard. And this is uh, a story about a woman who's suffering from trauma and is sort of haunted by her memories and a man played by Sarsgaard who's uh, having early onset dementia. And so he's losing his memories as she is trying to grapple with hers. I, you know, as much as I admire these two performers, I'm not sure um, that, the, that the story felt a lot more machined and kind of manipulative and manipulated um, than I would have liked. But I will say the the star of this for me is Peter Sarsgaard. I mean, he is he's just fabulous and I think sort of criminally underused. So for all the Peter Sarsgaard fans out there, mm-hmm. they're not going to want to miss it. It's 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 a great performance from him. Do enjoy all his work. And thank you so much. We appreciate it. Thanks to both of you. Washington Post film critic Ann Hornaday. Top stories we're working on for you right now on WTOP. A winter storm warning for Washington, Frederick, and Carroll counties in Maryland starts at 10 tomorrow morning. Stay with your first alert weather station. We'll have all the latest on this weekend storm. A 14-year-old boy is shot in Hyattsville near Northwestern High School after somebody tried to steal his jacket. And Wayne LaPierre resigns as head of the National Rifle Association with a trial set to open in New York. Keep it here for full details in the minutes ahead. It's 418. Traffic and weather on the 8s. We'll start with traffic. Dave Dildine's in the traffic center. Metro area roads dry today, wet tomorrow. Heavy but uneventful on the Beltway and nearby. Uh, no big incidents on the interstates. We have been talking about the crashes in Prince George's County. One uh, fatality uh, resulting in Piscataway Road closed for the investigation at points between Tibbet Road and Catherine Drive. And another one longstanding north of Brandywine on Branch Avenue. Northbound traffic slowly getting by to the left at a point before Earnshaw Drive. Southbound lanes are open. Westbound I-70 through Ellicott City. We just can't get a move on. The crash is on the right shoulder, but they occasionally reblock the right lane to continue towing. Several vehicles involved in that crash. Westbound on 70, about a mile west of Route 29. Bailout on 40. 95 in the BW Parkway. Typical conditions between the beltways. Heavy but uneventful near Fort Meade on the parkway. And 198, of course, remains closed west of 32 in Fort Meade because of that bridge damage. 270, not so bad at all. In Virginia, 66. A little better than yesterday. Westbound still heavy near Vienna Metro, but brief delays farther west through Centerville. 395 southbound slow near the wharf, Sherlington and Seminary Road. 95 heavy traffic both ways near the Woodbridge exits. Beltway traffic getting a little slower on the Interloop near the Legion Bridge, but we've seen much worse than that. Outer Loop slower by contrast and building on the south side from Telegraph to the Wilson Bridge, leaving Old Town southbound on the GW Parkway. Residually slow because of a crash that happened at the top of the hour near Bell Haven Road. Drought, war, and rising food prices have devastated families in poverty. $50 provides a food kit to, fa- to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Dave Doldine, WTOP Traffic. Back to WTOP meteorologist Mike Steneford getting us prepped for tomorrow's winter weather. Where do things stand right now, Mike? Uh, well, right now it's quiet. If you've got any chores to do, uh, the weather has been cooperative all day. That'll be the story tonight. Increasing cloud cover, but dry. Lows in the 20s to around 30. Now, tomorrow we've got a winter storm warning for Washington, Frederick, and Carroll counties in Maryland. We've got a winter weather advisory along and west of I-95 tomorrow, but it does not include the district. Now, tomorrow, right around sunrise, right around 7 o'clock or so, we're going to start to see some uh, snow and sleet move into the southern suburbs, so areas like Warrington and Culpeper, Stafford, Fredericksburg. You're going to see this activity fairly quickly during the morning on 
Saturday. It's going to change over to rain fairly quickly, too. But it could be some icy patches, and that's the reason why the winter weather advisory has been issued for areas along and west of I-95. In Southern Maryland, I think you'll see, you'll see just rain tomorrow. Now, during the morning, the uh, snow and sleet will move northward. Then eventually it will change over to all rain during the afternoon. could be an accumulation of one to three inches across the far northern and western suburbs where roads could be a little bit slippery as we get closer into the uh, immediate metro area. Just wet roadways, not looking for much in the way of any issues. Highs tomorrow only in the 30s, so as the precipitation changes over to rain, it will be a rather uh, nasty and cold day. Partly sunny, breezy behind the storm on Sunday. Highs mid-40s and Monday, mostly sunny with highs in the middle 40s. So as we've been saying all afternoon, the later you can delay your trip tomorrow, the better your results will be. Temperatures for you right now. Frederick's 40 right now. Stafford 41. And Sean and Ann, we've got 40 at Reagan National. Thanks, Mike. Still ahead, President Biden speaks out against political violence at a campaign speech near Valley Forge. He says former President Trump and his MAGA supporters have abandoned the truth and democracy. We've got a special report from CBS on the way. 422. The following is a paid message. This is Bishop Michael Burbage of the Catholic Diocese of Arlington. We begin a new year full of promise and potential. Yet we may also experience hardships and challenges and heartaches, at least to some degree. Many of these things will be out of our control. But what will be in our control is how we choose to live each day. We should choose to let go and surrender ourselves to God's will. We are reminded in sacred scripture not to worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will take care of itself. Let this year be a year for less anxiety, a year of surrender, a year of letting go of fear. When you feel overwhelmed, recall the words of St. Teresa of Calcutta. Yesterday is gone. Tomorrow has not yet come. We have only today. Let us begin. At Cabinet Discounters, we truly love what we do. Transforming kitchens, bathrooms, basements, any room. Creating new ways to help you achieve your vision. And all within your budget. Visit one of our seven showrooms. Sit down with an experienced designer and build the kitchen or bathroom of your dreams. Call or go online today and schedule a free consultation at CabinetDiscounters.com. It's Cabinet Discounters, proud to serve you for over 40 years. Cabinet Breaking news on WTOP. CBS News Special Report. In a major campaign speech, President Biden drew sharp contrast between his campaign and the campaign of former President Trump. Donald Trump's campaign is obsessed with the past, not the future. He's willing to sacrifice our democracy, put himself in power. Our campaign is different. Speaking near Valley Forge, Pennsylvania, as the nation prepares to mark three years since the January 6th insurrection, the president said Donald Trump continues to praise the rioters as patriots. They were insurrectionists, not patriots. They weren't there to uphold the Constitution. They were there to destroy the Constitution. And Mr. Biden said the American people must not let that happen. As we begin this election year, we must be clear, democracy is on the ballot. Your freedom is on the ballot. And democracy, he said, is still our sacred cause. CBS News Special Report. I'm Linda Kenya. Sports at 25 and 55. George Wallace is here and what could be the final few days of Ron Rivera's coach of the commanders. Yeah, and you know, we've been through this a lot around these parts, right? Coaching yeah. changes. Yeah. I've been seeing this a lot. This one feels different at the end of the season. I don't know if it's because 
we were expecting this for quite some time, yeah. maybe. Yeah. And it he wasn't let go in the middle of the season like others have, like Jay Gruden was after five games. Yeah. This is kind of just like a long, slow yeah. walk to the end. Hmm. Yeah. Right? Does it feel different? It, it, it does. Bit? It does feel a little different, and, and in a way, you feel bad for Ron yeah. because he's kind of yeah, you know just, in limbo there. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think in the, his mind, he, the way he's talking, he knows that it's inevitable. What's going to probably happen at the end of the season, which comes Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys, as far as Rivera's four years here, I managed for about three and a half years while I was here. I managed um, probably the last five weeks. I've coached. You know. Getting back and doing the defensive coordinator stuff was was a thrill. It really was. And you can ask some of the guys. Um, that's been fun. So he has said he's liked coaching the last five weeks. That's nice. The only problem is they haven't really won in the last five weeks either. So we'll see. Jonathan Allen, Kendall Fuller, Tariq Castro-Fields, Christian Holmes all out Sunday. Cam Curl is officially questionable. Dallas can win the NFC 